Sports fam, this your boy LA Ray Harris, host of LA Corsat Podcast, brought to you, of course, by the Basketball Podcast Network and sponsored by DraftKings.com. And I'm going to do an abbreviated version of LA Corsat Podcast today, um, based on that ridiculous game that the Lakers played last night, where they got absolutely trounced by the New Orleans Pelicans. It was just absolutely ridiculous. A 123.95 pasting, 28-point loss to the Pelicans. I was going to wait until a couple of days before I did my next episode, uh, which is episode number 93. But uh, since that game last night, I thought about it. I said, you know, I'm going to do an abbreviated episode of L.A. Corsair Pod today. And I'm going to uh, call this episode, It Ain't My Fault. That's the tune that you just heard. Uh, from back in the day, It Ain't My Fault by Silk the Shocker. That was one of the jams from back in the day. But I'm also going to dedicate this particular show to uh, someone on Twitter that I, w- I must admit kind of got under my skin a little bit. I don't normally let that happen. But uh, a Twitter uh, guy by the name of at Lake Show 95. That's his Twitter handle at Lake Show 95 actually blocked me yesterday which i thought was really really amusing the reason why i was blocked by this particular guy and apparently i was blocked because hey i give my opinion on the lakers and or the clippers and i tell it like it is and if either one of these teams deserves to be criticized i will criticize them it could be the lakers or it could be the clippers doesn't matter any other nba team for that matter I get paid as an unbiased podcaster. I hope Late Show 95 knows what that means. Okay, I'm not kissing the Lakers' ass. I'm not kissing the Clippers' ass either. Okay, I don't necessarily root for either one of these teams. I don't have any emotional ties to either one of these teams. I just tell it like it is. I like for both of them to do well, of course. I like both of them to win. But I don't necessarily root for that to happen. Now, this guy, once he blocked me, I'm going to read just partially what he put on this uh, on this tweet. He says, I'm going to say it one more time. Either you proudly root for the Lakers or you embarrassingly root for the Clippers. Now, I'm not going to get into the trolling that goes back and forth between the Lakers and Clippers. That stuff is fine. You know, I don't I don't get into the. You know, Clippers are the flippers and the Lakers are the fakers and all that jazz. I don't get into that. I get that. They're both in L.A. I understand that. I understand the Lakers has the more storied history, of course. So I don't get into that. But when you read between lines what this guy posts or even read some of his posts, even if you criticize his beloved Lakers, he ain't going to like it. You know, he may end up blocking you. Again, he says either you proudly root for the Lakers, okay, You're not going to get any criticism from this guy. You know, Lakers can do whatever the hell they want to do. And, you know, he's going to be all up their ass. And that's okay for him. 
Now, there's plenty of Laker fans. As a matter of fact, the majority of Laker fans that I interact with, you know, they know what the deal is. They know this team is struggling. They know the score. And they will criticize. Again, most of the Laker fans that I interact with will criticize. One of the biggest Laker followers, a Laker guru, who's a huge, huge Laker fan, very, very knowledgeable guy. He will criticize the Lakers when they're not playing well. It's, it's, it's as simple as that. You know, so I'm not going to sit here and, again, kiss the Lakers' ass if they're not playing well. I'm going to keep telling it like it is, and right now they are not playing well. That game last night was something – they must have been playing on Pluto or something like that. I mean, they got embarrassed totally embarrassed and I can even break it down to individual players you know LeBron James you know get is he absolved of any criticism of course not of course you can criticize LeBron James of course you can criticize Russell Westbrook Rob Palenka or whoever else hell Jeannie Buss I don't care I don't give a damn criticize all of them okay this is a collective effort by the Lakers. When I say collective effort, I mean collectively. Right now, they're pretty much playing like garbage. It, 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 it's, it's just that simple, man. And, you know, you can point fingers all day long and you know, try to fault some folks all day long. There was a, a tweet by a Laker guru who I just mentioned. And he had about maybe 10 different things. I couldn't find the tweet. I wish I found it. But he had like 10 different things, like 10 different reasons or, or, or why the Lakers are losing. Or not, not not reasons. He had like excuses from other Laker fans. For example, it's COVID's fault, or you know, it's uh, the quarantine fault, or it's the Lakers hadn't had too many practices, just like every other NBA team, by the way. You know, it's the referees' fault. You know, LeBron James. You know, he doesn't get any respect anymore from the referees. I mean. He had like he had like 10 different things on there. It, it was it was hilarious. It was hilarious. But, you know, if a guy like Laker Guru can criticize the Lakers, then I'm damn sure this this late show. Ninety five guy can do put your big boy panties on and criticize a team if they need to be criticized. It's OK to love the Lakers. It's OK. Or any team for that matter, whoever you root for Mavericks, Pistons, Knicks, Nets. Clippers, Lakers, whatever. Sure, you love them. You root for them. You want them to win. But if they're not playing well, then as a fan, you know, if you're a real fan, you know, get your head up out, out their asses and, and give them a little criticism. So that game last night, hey, the fans in the uh, in the crypto, crypto.com arena, you know, Lakers heard some boos. I think for the first time this year. Or they were loud boos. I mean, they, it, it, what was that, the second half, I think it was, when LeBron James dribbled the ball in the corner and he tried to do a baseline pass over to Taylor Horton Tucker and it went under Taylor Horton, Taylor Horton Tucker's hands. Oh, the crowd just started booing big time. Booing big time. At the end of the third quarter when the Lakers were down by I think it was around 30 points, they were booed back to the bench. And then at the end of the game when it was mercifully, mercifully over, they were booed again. I can't blame them. Can't blame the Lakers for that. I can't. Or Laker fans, I should say. Can't blame them for that. And, you know, I was watching uh, First Take uh, this morning. And so far, I've seen only one 
ESPN analyst who really, really states his opinion on the Lakers and criticize them when they need to be criticized. And that is Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick Perkins used to be a teammate with LeBron James, I believe, in Cleveland at one point. The guy loves LeBron James. Stephen A. Smith started off the show saying, you know, I'm paraphrasing here, like, you know, how dare the Laker fans boo LeBron James? You know, he bought you a, a championship. Look at where you were before LeBron James got there. And look where you are now, you know. And then he says, you know how Stephen A. is. I can't believe, I can't believe I'm sitting up here defending LeBron James. You know, that's all well and good. But then Perk come back and say, dude, 50% of what you're saying is a bunch of garbage. A bunch of garbage. And Kendrick Perkins went on to criticize LeBron James. Take a take a listen to this clip. This is Kendrick Perkins. Okay, so because here's the simple fact. It wasn't about what LeBron James has did overall for the Los Angeles Lakers. It wasn't about what LeBron James has done up to this point of the season. They was born LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers about last night. I mean, that's from a guy who used to be, of course, an NBA basketball player. And, hey, he said it. This, we're, they were booing the Lakers for what they did last night or booing LeBron James, pretty much. He was, he was really focusing on LeBron James. Booing LeBron James for what happened last night. Not anything that happened two years ago when LeBron James joined his team. Laker fans know what he brought to Los Angeles, brought them a championship. They were booing the play of LeBron James last night. This is a what have you done for me lately league. Professional sports is what have you done for me lately. And Kendrick Perkins is absolutely right. He was booed for that performance last night. You know, and this goes back to some Laker fans, not all. And again, I'm, I don't paint everybody with the same brush. Not all Laker fans are like this. But, you know, if you ask a Laker fan, you know, one of these Laker fans like Late Show 95 last night about that game, you know, he'll say something like, well, Look at the banners. We got 17 championships. Yeah, we lost that game last night to the Pelicans, but hey, look in the rafters. We got 17 championships. What the hell does that have to do with what happened last night? Does that have any damn thing to do with what happened last night? I didn't see Magic Johnson out there playing last night. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. I didn't see him out there last night. I didn't see James Worthy out there last night. I didn't see Michael Cooper out there last night. Hell, I didn't see Jerry West out there last night, nor did I see George Mikan. I saw LeBron James turn the ball over seven times. I saw Westbrook turn the ball over seven, uh, seven times. They had 23 turnovers altogether, and 14 of them were from two players that make a collective, I don't know, close to $90 million a year. So what what are we doing? What 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 are we doing over here? And then... Kendra Perkins went on to say, talk about LeBron James's body language in that game, which was not good. As a matter of fact, the last couple of games, his body language has been suspect. He's the one that came out and, and mentioned something about the Cleveland GM and how good he was and OKC GM, how good he is. And, hey, I want to play with Bronny, whatever team he ends up on. That's where I'm going to be with. OK, some of this stuff LeBron James may be bringing on himself. You feel me? I'm just I'm just again, I'm just telling it like it is. So here's what Kendra Perkins said about LeBron James's body language last night. Take a listen. And if you watched the game last night, it was LeBron awful. James, yes, he had 30, 30 some points or whatever the case 32. may be, but his body language stunk. 
It was it was horrible from the start of the game. Now, does that pretty much sums up LeBron James's body language last night? I think so. Like Kendrick Perkins said, even though he scored 30 some odd points, you know, seemed like he didn't start playing, you know, the LeBron James type of play until late, like in the second half when he kind of really got going. You know, he was a freight train that he normally is. But those first two quarters, I didn't, you know, I didn't see, you know, he scored some points, sure, but he just didn't look like the same LeBron James to me. And, and neither did the rest of the Lakers, as a matter of fact. I'm not, and this show is not to point fingers uh, uh, at LeBron James and LeBron James only. There's plenty of blame to go around of what's happening with this Lakers team this year. You know, as far as, as far as fault goes, you know, you can point to, let's say, uh, starting off with, let's say, Rob Palenka. You know, Rob Palenka, you know, are you the one to put this team together? You know, well, you're the GM. You're the one that has to sign off on everything. You know, was it, was it, was it you that put this team together? Or... As many pundits, NBA pundits think or say or give their opinion on, was it LeBron James who put this team together? I mean, you can go on down the line. You know, Russell Westbrook, he's been the whipping boy for the Lakers all year round. He is starting to look disinterested. Did you see Russell Westbrook at the end of this game? When the camera was on him and he was shaking hands with, I don't know, some Laker brass, or I don't know if it was the, um, the New Orleans uh, brass, or he was shaking hands with somebody. I mean, he was smiling and laughing and giggling after you just got blew up by 28 points by the New Orleans Pelicans. Are you serious? Are you serious right now? You're laughing and giggling and joking around, and you got your asses kicked by 28 points. What are we doing? So... You know, does the blame go strictly or or to uh, uh, Russell Westbrook? And as far as blame goes, lastly, you know, Frank Vogel. I mean, he looked so perplexed on that bench. He he looked like a defeated man. I don't know if the Lakers have quit on this guy or not. He looked defeated last night. You could tell by his body language when that game was over. He was walking off the court. Some people have put the blame on Frank Vogel. Some of his rotations, you know, his rotational decisions leave much to be desired this year. Yeah, you can criticize some of that. You know, if Frank Vogel, is, is Frank Vogel to blame for all of this? That song's just off the hook, man. I just had to, I just had to, uh, had to, had to keep playing it on this, on this blame game thing. Oh, it ain't my fault. Imagine that. It ain't my fault. But check it out, man. It's, it's, it's blame to go around. I'm watching this game last night, and in the second half, the, the New Orleans Pelicans, you know, they, they put their, I'm not gonna call them scrubs. If you're in the NBA, you're not a scrub. They put their bench players in the game. And New Orleans has a guard uh, from Georgia Tech, an undrafted free agent guard, undrafted in 2021 from Georgia Tech by the name of Jose Alvarado. I had, his, uh, I had that information on a piece of paper right here where he got drafted from and all that. 
Jose Alvarado. He drove to the basket. He he just drove drove past. Uh, what's the Lakers' uh, 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 sharpshooter name? His name escapes me right now. But he just drove right past the guy and laid the ball up. It was like the Red Sea parted. Like the Red Sea parted. This guy just drove right by him and laid the ball in. Nobody was in the paint. Nobody. Nobody was in the paint at all. And I'm, and I'm looking like, what the hell is going on with this team? I mean, it's, 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 it's ludicrous what's going on. And God forbid if they, if they have given up on Frank Vogel. Because if that's the case, this season, is, it, to me, it's already crashed and burned. It's really going to crash and burn down to the ground. Once you give up on the coach, that's it. That's it. The player, by the way, that this kid drove by was Wayne Ellington. 18 minutes, three out of eight. He was a supposed sharpshooter coming in. Hasn't played well all season, scored nine points. You know, okay. You know, Russell Westbrook, five out of 15, 16 points, seven turnovers. Seven. LeBron James, 13 out of 23. That's not bad on the surface. Pretty good for LeBron James. 32 points, seven turnovers. I'm sorry. That's not going to get it done. It's simply not going to get it done. So the bottom line is, can this team be criticized? Absolutely. As I mentioned earlier in this episode, most L.A. fans know the deal. Most L.A. fans will criticize this team when it is warranted. But you have some, you know, like Late Show 95, you know, who doesn't want to put his big, you know, big girl panties on and he would just block you on Twitter, you know, if you say anything negative about his beloved Lakers. And, and they, you know, he's not the only one. There's other fans out there that that do that. That's why I really have fun on Twitter when I'm reading this stuff. And I tell you, man, if they if they don't like what you're saying, then just just block the guy. That shows you, you know, how weak-minded someone like Late Show 95 is. You're going you're gonna to block somebody because you don't like their opinion? You're going to block somebody because, you know, they don't, you don't think they root for the Lakers and they criticize the Lakers or, or God forbid, if you criticize, say, LeBron James, you know, LeBron James, as far as I'm concerned, you know, Jordan and him is 1A and 1B as far as the GOAT. Mad respect, mad love for LeBron James. One of the greatest athletes the NBA has ever seen. It's not beyond reproach. It's not beyond criticism. Are you serious? I mean, come on. And, you know, some Laker fans, if you went up to LeBron James, if you had the chance to go up to him yesterday and say, hey, man, don't worry about it. I know you had a bad game, you know, but this is Laker Nation, baby. Look at the look at the rafters up here in the crypto.com arena. Look at those 17 banners up there, man. You know, that's what we're all about. You know, we Laker Nation, 17 banners. LeBron James would look at you like you're like you're freaking crazy. He don't care nothing about the 17 banners that you've won in the past. This guy's trying to win championships now. He don't even care about the one he won in the bubble in 2020. LeBron James is trying to win now. So, uh, you know, as a player, he definitely could, could care less about what's up there in the Raptor now once his career is over, yes. But right now, LeBron James doesn't care about that. He cares about winning right now. So it takes some weak-minded 
you know, folks to, 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 to go back to, you know, your, your, the 17 banners that you have, that's fine. That's facts. Yes. We, the Lakers have won 17 championships. Beautiful thing. You know, it's wonderful, but it doesn't have a damn thing to do with what's happening right now. Nothing. Zero. Zilch. Nada. Nothing. It has nothing to do with what's going on right now. Period. End of story. Okay. They suck pretty much right now. I'm going to tell you just like it is. And as far as the schedule goes, I don't know that it gets any better for them. They still don't want to, you know, you definitely don't want to end up in that uh, 9, 10 seed, but you have to do that ridiculous playing tournament thing. Don't get me started on that. You know, don't get me started on that. But look at the Lakers schedule coming up Tuesday against Dallas. First day of March at the crypto. Then Thursday, they're at the crypto again. But guess who's the opponent? The Clippers that they've lost six straight games to. After that, they got Golden State at home. Okay. Then they go to San Antonio. They go to Houston. You know, you got Washington coming in. You got they have to go to Phoenix, Toronto, Minnesota, Toronto again. It's not going to get any easy, folks. Not going to get any easy. And and then let me say this, you know, again, as far as LeBron James goes. Again, love the guy. Love the guy. But right now, I don't think he knows exactly what he's going to do. Or maybe he does. Maybe he does know. Maybe he knows, hey, I'm going back to Cleveland. I'm going back to Cleveland. And especially if, if Cleveland Cavaliers draft my kid, Bronny. Somebody said on Twitter today that the Lakers are going to give up all of their draft choices to make sure that they're able to draft Bronny for the Lakers, and that keeps LeBron James in L.A. Wouldn't that be ironic if that happened? Wouldn't that be ironic if that happened? So, Laker fans, I don't know. I hope I wasn't too critical of the Lakers today. Hope I wasn't too critical because I give it both ways. When the, when the Clippers are sucking, I tell, I tell you all the Clippers suck as well. I mean, hell, they're not doing all that much better. You know, they may end up a seven at seven, eight, nine, or ten range themselves. But one thing about them, I mean, they don't have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. You know, the Lakers, they're missing AD. The Lakers have a better roster, I think, than the Clippers do. But the Clippers are playing better basketball. But it's not about the Clippers, so I don't, you know, I don't want to lose my, my, my Laker fans on, on this episode. All I'm saying is, this team has not played well all season. It doesn't look like it's going to get any better. Their main superstar, LeBron James, is hinting about leaving. It just does not look good. It does not look good. So the bottom line is, you know, my Laker fans, criticize away. That's the way it goes. That's sports. That's just sports, baby. That's why they call us fanatics. You know, fans for short. That's what we do. We criticize when it's warranted. And we praise when it's warranted as well. Before I close on this episode number 93, let's have a word from our sponsor, DraftKings.com. Hoops fans, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is just too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs, 360 windmill good, baby. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's just that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contest. 
DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 and over, minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Boy, we're prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org chat. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. Four six seven three six nine. You got the chill. Let your concert be free and get down to the sounds of EP. All right, all right, all right. My LA Sports fam, again, it's your boy LA Ray Harris of LA Corsair Podcast, brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network and sponsored, as you just heard, by DraftKing.com. So, just hope you enjoyed this episode, fam. Just wanted to have a little fun with uh, with uh, Lake Show 95. Y'all know me. I have much love with, with all my LA, all my LA fam. Even the ones that I disagree with So I just wanted to put this episode out there again Just to have a little fun And as far as the Lakers go again We all want them to win of course uh, But they're struggling They're struggling And then I can just see some changes happening uh, Probably at the end of the year There will be some changes to this basketball team Next year for sure We don't know if Frank Vogel is going to be the coach We don't know if Palinka is going to be the GM And we sure as hell don't know If LeBron James is still going to be on this team Next year but Laker fans, continue to root for your team. They'll continue to rep the Lakers. And again, if they need criticizing, it's okay to do so. So again, thank you for listening on episode number 93. I am marching towards 100 episodes. Can't believe I'm getting that close since I've been doing this podcast. And if you don't want to miss any further episodes of L.A. Courtside Podcast, whatever platform that you use to get your podcast, you can find L.A. Courtside on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google. And soon we will be able to find L.A. Courtside on Amazon Podcast. So, again, my L.A. fam, thanks for listening. Everyone have a safe, safe, wonderful day and continue to pray for our brothers and sisters over there in Ukraine. Until the next episode of LA Courtside Podcast. Peace. Stand some microphone, doctor in the capital. The P, capital M, capital D, E, D's. No doubt the chief rocker. Don't like to get ill, but if I have to, I kill. So believe me, boy, you got to chill.